is the RAD Podcast. RAD is both who I am, Rachel A. Dawson, and an acronym for what I'm here to do, which I'm actually tweaking from last year. The R will still stand for reading because it just makes sense, but the A will now be for asking and the D is for doing. It's a subtle shift, but it just clicked more in my brain. Thanks for joining me back here in a new year. It is 2021. We survived 2020 and I have hope for this year. I am glad to be back recording episodes, which I hope to share twice a month. Thanks for your grace in that. But yeah, here we go. Okay, let's talk about reading. On Martin Luther King Jr. Day this year, I started reading a book by MLK himself. It's sad to admit that I have lived to be 28 without actually reading one of his books, but it's true. I started reading Strength to Love, and you all, it is incredible. I have highlighted and flagged so many passages and have been truly taking my time with it. I wanted to share some of the passages and the quotes that have been really moving to me in hopes that they will actually uh, be encouraging and challenging to you as well. King wrote a lot about nonviolence resistance, and it's really compelling to me. He wrote this quote, the end is redemption and reconciliation. The aftermath of nonviolence is the creation of the beloved community while the aftermath of violence is tragic bitterness. I love this image of two different paths. One is a course of violence, of hatred and darkness and ugliness, and one is a course of nonviolence, of peace and love. Both are options for sure, but they lead to very different outcomes. King writes, Love is somehow the key that unlocks the door which leads to ultimate reality. And at the center of nonviolence stands the principle of love. Man, that's what I want to be about. I want to be about that kind of love. This love isn't some passive or weak thing, though. He later writes about how we must combine the toughness of the serpent and the softness of the dove, a tough mind and a tender heart. I love this tough mind plus tender heart idea. I actually have a plus sign tattoo on my wrist that serves as a reminder for me to live in the duality of things like this, like how Jesus says in Matthew 10, 16, to be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves, which is the verse that inspired that earlier quote from King. The last passage I'll share is a really powerful one. I don't really even have much to say about it. I just want you to hear it. It applies these principles of tough-mindedness and tender-heartedness to God himself. The greatness of our God lies in the fact that he is both tough-minded and tender-hearted. He has qualities both of austerity and gentleness. The Bible, always clear and stressing both attributes of God, expresses his tough-mindedness and his justice and wrath and his tender-heartedness and his love and grace. God has two outstretched arms. One is strong enough to surround us with justice, and one is gentle enough to embrace us with grace. On the one hand, God is a God of justice who punished Israel for her wayward deeds. 
And on the other hand, he is a forgiving father whose heart was filled with unutterable joy when the prodigal son returned home. I'm thankful that we worship a God who is both tough-minded and tender-hearted. He is both tough-minded enough to transcend the world, and he is tender-hearted enough to live in it. Isn't that so good? Man, highly recommend reading Martin Luther King Jr.'s work for yourself. It's really so much more than the quotes we see plastered all over social media once a year. Now for asking. The question I've been asking myself a lot lately, thanks to counseling, is what does it look like to love the inner child within me? I actually wrote a poem about it, and it's something I want to share with you. It's called Child. What might it mean to love the child in me? To learn to be kind toward the spirit inside. Could I give her grace? See, she's not a mistake. Come to know her as good. Treat her more as I should. What might it mean to love the child in me? And now for doing. Something I have spent a lot of time doing in the past few weeks is bullet journaling. If you follow me on Instagram, you are not surprised you have seen me post about this. It has been such a fun creative outlet and it combines so many things I love. Recording things that matter, doodling, getting artsy, writing, tracking data and statistics, and just being creative in general. I have several journals going at once right now which might be overwhelming to you, but it works for me. I have my normal catch-all journal, my specific book bullet journal, and a new journal I've started to really document my journey of learning to love myself well and truly find delight, which is my word for 2021. Oh, and I have my journal of my weekly New York Times collages too. It has really been fun for me to spend a few minutes every evening reflecting in my journals and to spend more time on the weekends and on my Sabbath, particularly keeping up with tracking in my reading journal and just processing my life more deeply. I love that I'll have these records of my life and my thoughts and my prayers and all of that in a tangible form. And I'll admit having it all on paper makes working through things and counseling pretty easy and also takes it to a deeper level, which is a bonus. I share a lot more of what's going on in my journals on my bookstagram, so find me at All the Rad Reads on Instagram to see those. All right, friends, that is a wrap on the first episode of a new year. I'll call this episode one of season two to keep things clean. Let's say season one was 2020's episodes and season two is everything from 2021. I would be honored if you chose to subscribe to the Rad Podcast and would be thrilled if you could rate and review it on Apple Podcasts specifically. Those little things go a long way. If you are looking for me online, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel A. Dawson and my bookstagram and TikTok are at All the Rad Reads. For everything else, you can find me at racheladawson.com. The music and mix for this episode were created, as always, by my talented brother, Drew Dawson, who is also on TikTok, TikTok now at Dawson Music Forever. So give him a follow. He makes a beat a day and they're incredible. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay rad, friends.